I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Flipped, flopped, mipped, mop, flipped. Flopped, mippity mop, mip a bip, flip, dip, dip, tip a tenna, tip, tip, flippity, mip, map, mop. Padop. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come, come up with five sketch, sketch ideas. ideas. I'm Andy. And I'm Alistair George William Tromblay Birchall. G'day to yes all. Chaka bungaree down your Woolamaloo. Woolamaloo hole. Yeah. Um. <laughs> You did it, Andy. We've entered another episode. We have, we have, we have found ourselves here inside another episode, and boy, the view is great. I wish we, I wish you could mm-hmm. see it. I wish oh. you could see it. But, it's, we use the portal of music mm-hmm. to get us in here. That's how we travel in. I guess that's the conceit of the show. Yeah, is yeah. that we? This is the tank. If we were to explain it, mm. I guess the tank is, I guess, the subconscious. Mm. I, I think that if it is a, another realm, I, I, I'm loath sure. to specify. Okay, great. It's a But it's a realm. It's, it's a, definitely a realm. Yes, it's a realm mm. that... Um, one can access. That one can access through creativity. Mm-hmm. And the, the passcode or the, 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 the phrase mm-hmm. to, uh, to enter the yes. realm... Uh, changes. It's like one of those constantly updated passwords. It changes to whatever it is that you just said. So while there is a code, mm-hmm. you always get it right. Wow, that's nice. Yeah. But do you think it would? Someone else could enter it if, if let's say, two people took over mm, mm. from us, mm-hmm. or three. Mm-hmm. Let's say you and I both both perished. Okay. <laughs> and our our three eldest children took over. Great. Uh, do you think they they could just bippity bop, pity boop, and then get back in? I should hope so. Mm. I don't. I, I saw my son. He was bipping and bopping the other day. Actually, mm-hmm. put him in a little box, cut a hole in a box, yeah, and uh, to make him look like a robot, put it over his head. You know. Oh, you did that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And I was like going, I was showing him like that. You go sort of beep boop boop, and he went beep boop, and then he got really upset. And we haven't done it again since. Yeah, right. Yeah. Do you think it was because of the bop? Because that's uh, the bop that he kind of avoided. I think he was one of those super advanced robots that really quickly achieves sort of sentience and realizes the futility of existence. And so, oh, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I sort of programmed him to feel um, disillusionment or, or something along those lines. I feel. Here's the thing that I've noticed in, in sort of a lot of films, a lot of science yep. fiction even, yep. Um, yep. where... You know, you'll have these beings mm, that are beings. Gr- that are greater than humanity mm. in many ways, mm-hmm. right? Alien species that have logic and strength and yeah. robots that mm-hmm. have unbelievable computational power and strength, yeah. things like that, yeah. right? And so we can't really beat them uh, using conventional means. Mm. But the way in which we win is because we have flaws in the spirit of humanity, mm. you know, mm. our humanity. 
Yeah, it's the humanity that uh, that allows us. You know, we sort of we come together, we rally together. Mm. You know, very often, and, and we sing a song. We sing a song. Sometimes we hold hands. It's like dust rains down. Yeah. Sometimes, and then we blow up their mothership because even though they have travelled the length of the universe to get mm-hmm. here at impossible speeds mm-hmm. and defeated all the world's armies in a fraction of a second. Yeah. Uh, they still, for some reason, haven't decentralised any of their control systems yeah. and um, and everything shuts down. Everything sort of goes... Yeah, it makes that noise. Amazing that all alien species use that noise. Yeah, well, I guess it's like... Like the way that I guess evolution has worked works on multiple planets, mm. different parts of the galaxy. Convergence. Life just eventually arises, mm-hmm. right? It's it's not it's not something it's not a sometimes thing. Yep. It's just an eventual thing. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Much in that same way, another eventuality mm-hmm. is that when you shut down, you go. It's a it's a universal yeah. constant of some kind. Mm-hmm. It's programmed into the fabric of reality. You could probably derive that sound just using an mm-hmm. equation and the gravitational constant mm-hmm. and yep. maybe the permittivity of um of a, you know vacuum a vacuum. Great. As permittivity yeah. means how how willing it is to go with things when it's had a couple of beers, you know, and Great. it loosens up and it's happy to just yeah. have a good time, you know. Well, then we should be throwing a few more beers into, into space. space. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Instead of like pouring one down on the ground for your homies. Have we tried to get space drunk? You know, mm, at the moment it seems idea. very cold mm. and sort of um, unforgiving, you know. Mm. Maybe it just needs to loosen up a little bit, you know, lose some of the whatever it is that it's got going on. Yeah. Have a good time at the office party. It's one of those bosses up there who's sort of always looming over us. Yeah. You know, makes us feel small. Mm-hmm. Insignificance In- doesn't seem to have much of a sense of humour. Sound like anyone? Yeah, space, space, space. emptiness <laughs> of space. And it's crazy that space makes us feel insignificant mm. because it's th- nothing. It's l- almost literally nothing. Yes. And yes. then so, I mean, and here we are, something. Yeah, we're, we're something, and, and we're letting this nothing up there. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that they've got a lot of nothing. Yeah. But whereas we have. A little bit of something, but our ratio of something to to nothing is excellent. Really, yep. it's our humanity that mm. built, beats space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, our humanity being having a good something to nothing ratio. <laughs> the something to nothing ratio. <laughs> Compared yeah, the to the SDN sp- ratio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and that's a, the basis for a lot of science fiction. And you know, like just feeling good. It's about finding one way in which you're better than the other thing that is mm-hmm. your enemy. Mm-hmm. That could be part of the big speech at the end that we give to sort of make everyone hold hands while ash falls down. Ash from space? Uh, you know, whatever it is, whatever kind of battle that's taken place between mm. us and space. Us and space. Yeah. It wasn't aliens from space. It was just space. Yeah. I mean, that could happen, let's say, if our just our, um, our our atmosphere maybe starts blowing away. Gets stripped away, yeah. Wouldn't Jeez, that happen? Oh, I mean, we've got a real film going on our hands yeah. here. The atmosphere is being stripped away. All this space is coming down. Then it turns out that space is allergic to the common cold. That'd be good, actually. Allergic. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's allergic in that where the common cold is, mm. there's something. Yes. Right? Yes. And space really needs to be nothing. Mm-hmm. Do you think that black holes have the highest something to nothing ratio? Yeah. I think we've got to get this up as some kind of theory. I feel there's a Nobel Prize in it. I know I always... The something to nothing ratio? Yeah. 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 
Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I mean, it's probably just density. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it's great because we can do one of those, uh, do with do one of those, get one of those big machines like the Large Hadron Collider they got mm. in Switzerland, right? Because they're always trying to find stuff, and then sometimes they don't find stuff, mm. right? And that's real disappointing. Yeah, but for us, because we're just talking about something or nothing, mm-hmm. whether we find something or we don't find anything at all, we win. It all feeds into the theory. Yeah. Something, nothing, something, nothing. That's what that we're always just trying to find something yeah. and nothing. Or nothing. Yeah. And then, then we can give the something, nothing value of our own results. Mm hmm. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we found... we've got some results and sometimes we don't. Yeah. And then, it, look, this seems like a theory that could unify all other theories. It could. Or at least <laughs> unify its own theory. <laughs> well, one thing that we've noticed mm. about all theories mm-hmm. is that they all exist. Yes. Right. And that puts mm. them into the something category. Yes, absolutely. So that is a real unified, that's a common commonality mm. to all these theories. Absolutely. I don't and know if anyone's looked into this. Yeah, yeah. And, but also... They are. They are. But there's also, you could hypothesize yes. that there are other theories somewhere out there that don't exist. Yes. <laughs> right? So there's nothing. I w- now, I wonder how many of those there are. Because that's going to be crucial to the ratio. Mm. Or is that just one nothing? One, well, no, I think there's got to be one nothing for every something. Uh, like, everything uh, that doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> but in order for it to not exist, it kind of does have to have, you have to kind of name it, which gives oh, yeah. it a something. And that's, what's, that's really going to pad out the report as well. Because the, yeah. I've, I, as I understand, a lot of, lot of the PhD stuff is to do with the word count. Like it just has yeah. to be really long. Bulky. I'm serious. Why do all PhDs, people who do PhDs, they mm. seem to take ages and they seem to be really long. Mm. I'm convinced yep. that that can't, that you sh- that can't be the case. Can't you do a short one? Surely a short one is mm-hmm. better. Like if you can summarise it all, yep. get it out in a page or two. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe you could write a big area, a big, you know, big chunk mm. that just explains why your PhD is so short. And that'll pad it if out that's a little what, bit. If that's, if that's what they need. Because, you know, like just yeah. to, because they might, they might they'll lift it up. they'll come back to me with some inconsistencies. They'll say that your report um, is really long, but I can't help but notice your report says it's really short. And then I'm going to have to do a bloody rewrite. You know? No, but that, that'll be part of, you know, that's, that's another co- contradiction. You better write that out. Write that out. Yeah. Now we're really getting, now it's getting interesting, now you're getting isn't some, it? Now you yeah. getting some word count. You get yeah. some words on that page. Can we do something with a something to nothing ratio? Yeah. Or can we do nothing with that? I mean, I don't, I don't, it's still, it's still pretty vague, mm. you know, but that's the way I like my science. Yeah. You know, vague, easily disproved, teetering mm. on a precipice based entirely on ignorance. Um, should we say, look, I don't know where, where we can, you know, let's go take a note of something. Cause I, I wonder if there's such a thing as ignorance studies. If there isn't, chair of ignorance studies. <laughs> I like that a lot, Andy. Thanks. Yeah, it just it just tickles me in the right way. Some, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes people tickle you and they get their fingers right in the bones, mm. right? In the, like it's too hard in the bones and in between the ribs. Yeah, yeah. That's tickling you in the oh, wrong way. Oh, that's the way. wrong way. Yeah. No, no, no. This is just lightly brushing you. Lightly brushing. Close enough to like a mm. pretty private, sexy area. Yeah. But not like, too close. Like the underarms. The underarms. <laughs> mm, hello. Hello. Yep. I'd like to get damp in there. Mm. Um. Because it's because of the sweat. Oh, I love to sweat. Yeah, but just from my underarms. It sounds like a song. People who love to sweat, they say they love to sweat. 
they're they're talking about a specific type of sweat. They're not talking about you know the sort of stress <laughs> sweats that you get <laughs> before like, like a job interview when you you've just realised you like you massively misinterpreted one of the questions that you're supposed to prepare sure, for yeah. or something. The um, and just that stink just drops out of mm, you. Yeah, yeah. When you feel actual drops coming mm, off of your pit. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Or like, or like, sort of liquid flowing down your back, down mm-hmm. the the crack of your ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alistair, this is all too real. Yeah. This is far too real. <laughs> this is like every day of my teaching career. Just really? <laughs> these children, they know nothing, and even they are going to cotton onto the fact that I wasn't prepared for this lesson. <laughs> did they ever? Oh, I'm sure they did. Some of them were very smart. Yeah? Yeah. Too smart for their own good, do you think? (sighs) Certainly too smart for my good. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Isn't that? that, I mean, and I'm the teacher. And I've got to feel confident if I'm going to teach them well. So they should, you know. They should dumb it down a little bit. At least pretend. I wish they could. (laughs) Can't you just try and pretend that this is helping you in some way that I have anything to offer? I had an idea before. Yeah. So in this movie where the, the atmosphere is getting stripped away, mm-hmm. possibly because of solar wind. Solar. Do you think it could be because of solar wind? Yeah, I reckon it could have yeah, something to do with that. strip it away. So what would, because what would we actually do if that was happening, right? What you would have to do, mm. right, is in a rush, quite in a rush. I think whatever we end up doing to mm. like fix climate change or whatever it's going to be, I've realized like in the last couple of weeks, I'm going to be like, Fuck, we're gonna rush this. We are when it, when it finally is like, oh wow, mm. things are becoming exponentially worse by the week. Mm-hmm. We are gonna we are gonna rush a solution. Yeah, and we are not gonna have thought it through. <laughs> <laughs> we should think these rushed solutions through. There's not gonna be time. It really will be like we are gonna just load. We we don't have time. We're just gonna load all the chemicals that we know of mm-hmm. into a really big plane and start flying it up. And we'll work out which ones we dump into the sky when we're up on there. the way. <laughs> 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 I, I see, you know, because it'll be the temperature is rising that fast. We just got to get this plane off the ground because soon the atmosphere will be th- so thin the plane won't even be able to take off. That's how close we've left it to the deadline. Mm. Oh, like, actually, if the atmosphere was thin, the Earth would be cooling. Oh, that'd be great. Maybe we just need to thin the atmosphere. Not if it was thin with, you know, like just methane or something oh, like that. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's just methane and carbon dioxide, what? real thin. Yeah, <laughs> when, when all those, like, permafrost things mm. happen in, in Russia or whatever like that, they all defrost Man, and not, let all that, that gas is, out. That is my... I don't think we're thinking about that enough. Yeah, well, every time, every time there's an article, it keeps saying, like... This Sci- scientists are finding that it's, everything's speeding up. It's like it's getting hotter at a rate quicker than we expected. Mm. <laughs> and he's just shut down, gone into it's, his worried phase. I, but I think I think about it so much, and yeah. I think about the fact that I've brought three children into this world. Andy, children who are a, and I'm not blaming them, mm-hmm. but they are making the problem worse yes. just by existing. Yep. Right. And it's their fault. And they their are fault. doing and, it. And they are taking up time that I could have put into, I don't know, activism or something. I probably could have solved all of this by now. If Do they you think you would have? T- There's a good chance. <laughs> There's a chance. A good chance. Yeah, there you go. Right? And, um, and also, you know, um, they're going to they're gonna grow up in an awful wasteland. Oh, I think we'll be the last to go. 
just because we're in one of the least dense countries. We're one of the countries that has the highest something to nothing ratios. <laughs> no, we've got one of the highest nothing to something ratios. Yeah, nothing to something ratios. Mm. Yeah, so we're lucky in that regard. Which and and we're also in one of the, uh, in terms of money, highest something to nothing ratios. Sure, sure. Which but will allow us to I think to buffer it and then be able to watch it on YouTube. That is absolutely not going to happen, Alistair. Because as soon as things get bad enough, mm-hmm. any of the populated places in the world who also all have the a much higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Military to things to lose ratio. Yeah. Right? That we are we are we are just gonna be overrun. Anyone anyone who thinks they can outdo this in some way, outlast this, yeah. is kidding themselves. No 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 no. Because, I'm not trying to outlast it. No, no. I'm trying no. to just like you know, we can only be better than the people next to us. Absolutely. And, and that will only the way be the that case win, for at most a week. <laughs> I know. Before the way, they all come here and Andy, they are real hungry. The way you win and thirsty. All you gotta be. You know, you don't have to win by much. You only have to win by a couple extra seconds. If you fade away a few seconds. That's true. So we're gonna after, say the, the the real it doesn't matter if you win cling to life by a minute or by a week. Mm-hmm. Clinging to existence is that's what matters. Yeah, that's right. I'm just trying to find that Vin Diesel quote from that Fast yeah, and the that's Furious That's what I was movie. trying yeah. to do as well. doesn't matter if you win by a an inch or A meter or a mile, yeah. A meter or a mile. He mixed his... Um, his conversion. His, his metrics. Metrics, conversion therapy. His imperial. And, anyway. Imperial. Units of measurement. There, there you, you go. go. Um, I think that there's something in the... There's a sketch in just watching the people last second. You know, because like, like, you know, so... Uh, last second, as the as the yeah. climate is collapsing, and yeah. we realize it's becoming it's an gonna almost be gone daily by the afternoon. Like, yeah, it's it, it could be a week thing, but like, because like like we've had here these this giant this massive kind of like fish mm. die off in one of our sort of main water bodies in Australia, in the Murray Darling. Yeah, and and one of those things just feels like exactly the kind of thing that's just going to start happening. A little bit more frequently, yeah. You know, like these are the kind of things tick, that start appearing. Tick, it's like, oh, tick, this is the tick, big, biggest tick, one that's tick, ever been tick, recorded, tick, 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 and then like one of those will happen, and then there'll be a couple months will go by, and then it'll be like, oh, there's another one that's actually not, now this is the biggest one ever recorded. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a great time to be a record keeper, don't you think? Oh, they're they're gonna they're living it up. They're living their best life. It's, it's what a golden to- a golden mm. age. Yeah, and so now. And then as these things start occurring much quicker, we realize we're probably in the last week. We need to just ch- change this straight away because now, like, all the cattle just drop dead. And you know what I'm going to do mm. as soon as that turns out? I'm going to have a big sleep because I know I'm terrible with deadlines. Mm. I'll try and pull an all-nighter and then I'll just be like, I'm not going to get anything done. I'm just going to have a good sleep. Yeah. In the morning, it'll be, like, 30 degrees hotter outside. The air conditioner will be, like... Like uh, mm. sort of screaming. Yeah, I mean the, this idea of putting the sulfur dioxide—is that what it is? Something, some kind of sulfur thing in the air. So we just start putting any sulfur in the air, any kind of sulfur. What about thing putting nukes under every volcano? Sure, nuclear winter, or well, you know, nuclear and volcanic winter. Double it, double winter. And I love winter. More dressing options, layers. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this is what my, what my idea was for the um, for when the the atmosphere starts getting stripped away. Yeah. The only thing that we can really do as it starts yeah. to disappear, and these mm. are people in the high altitude towns that'll first discover that this yeah. is happening. Yeah, um, 
is that we have to create kind of like balloon roofed areas, mm. you know, where we can keep air inside of it yep. and keep sort of recycling it. And that way, even if the atmosphere around us has been taken away, at least this is stuck under the balloon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, get, we, we all become bubble boys. Bubble boys. Yeah. yeah. And girls. Yep. <laughs> all right, everybody has to become a bubble person. Yeah. And then... But it's okay because we're all in the same bubble. Are we? No, no, I think we'll all be in different bubbles. Well, I guess some of us will be. Bubble? In, well, I mean, uh, may, maybe eventually. Uh, if we can, if we can make it work under one big bubble, maybe eventually we'll get people their own bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be real interesting time mm. for farting. You think I so? I think the politics of farting will be very interesting once it, we're all. It'll get. In that it'll bubble. get a bit, a bit more aggressive. Let's be. Let's I think it'll be time finally for us to nail down some hard and fast rules. Yeah. Like in in writing about. Farting, yeah. When it's done, how it's done, mm-hmm. the fact that you've got to take yourself to the toilet as soon as you even feel like you need to do one fart. So we're gonna we're gonna allow farts. Do you think farts will be out in the area outside Maybe. of the bubble? Yeah, where you you just like it's an outhouse, but you just have to hold your breath for the duration of going to the toilet. It's an outhouse, but it's just for farts. Well, okay. Well, so- we will have an, a special toilet for farts. Yeah, but the, it's out, out in the sort of no atmosphere yeah, area. Yeah, it will be. That, yeah. So you can't breathe out there. No, but you wouldn't want to anyway. Would you have a, a mouth bubble? Or do you think you just have to hold your breath? I think just hold your breath. That's fine. Bit of peril, you know? Yeah, a lot of peril even. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Tons. Because, I mean, there's a chance that you might have to run back into the air area, sure, the air sure. bubble. Yep. Uh, sort of without having completed. Let's not call it the area, the air area. Let's just call it the area. A-I-R-I-A. You know, you can't spell Alistair without A-I-R. Really? Alistair. That's where it comes from. Fascinating. Mm. Yeah. I had no idea. Yes, the same thing with you. Mm. You I can't spell spell Alistair without air either. That's right, yeah. (laughs) Um, So I think maybe, and then eventually there won't be a kind of We'll have to be kind of purifying mm. the air within the bubble. Yeah. Um, but then eventually, I guess there'll be le- leakage, and then we'll start losing the air, and then all around the bubble, there will no longer be any air. We'll have to get all our air from the ground. Ground air. You know, is air, there air in the ground? If there's helium under there, there's got to be some air. <laughs> you should hope. You think like if there's helium, something that's very non-abundant in Earth, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, on on this Earth. Under there somewhere, there must just be pockets of just good, clean breathing air. Well, even if it, there's not that, right, yeah. what there will be is lots of ores, which are almost always oxides, right? Iron oxide. Mm. So there'll be oxygen in that. So you'll have, we just to, have to, I don't know, burn that somehow, burn coal and burn get that it, out. Get the, get the oxygen to well, turn. Well, this is, this is the other thing. I'm yeah. sorry this is such a depressing environmental episode. But as things get worse and worse, mm-hmm. when things get worse, people don't behave better. Right when mm. the world gets worse, we're not going to. People aren't going to be like, "Well, I better give a real considered action to this." People will be like, "What can I fucking burn to survive? What mm. more additional way can I destroy the planet sure. in order to make it through the week?" I know that's what I'm like <laughs> when I'm stressed or when things are going bad. Sure, it's just like you, you just throw everything. Sure, but but and there then are no again, rules, and things will just get worse, and we'll make them worse faster as well. But burning, burning really is just the uh, the fusing of oxygen with other atoms. So mm. it's really taking a lot of the oxygen out of the air. 
Yep. As yep. You. I'm, I mean, that's the thing. We're not thinking it through. Well, I'm thinking it through. Okay. Thank God. And But when you mentioned the, the farting politics mm. and, and that that's going to become a little bit more high stakes, I think everything's going to become a little bit more <laughs> high stakes because we're living in a bubble and there's no atmosphere. Yeah. So I think maybe it'll be kind of interesting. Maybe it's just one of those movies that's set over three days when we've just kind of, we've mm. essentially under a, like a carport. Yeah. We've got the last bit of air that we've got for the, for mm. the next three pocket. days. Yeah, a little we're pocket, little pocket of air. People. Sort of like, you know, like an upturned boat. Yeah. An upturned boat where we're just hanging out in there and it's eventually going to run out of air, but there's no place for us to go. Mm-hmm. So eventually we're all, we're all just going to go to sleep. Yeah. yeah. You know, a lot of the time we're just spending oh, our... When you put it that way, it doesn't sound so bad. I know, but Andy, we're, you and I, we're going to fade away one day and our yeah. children will take over our podcast, <laughs> you know, uh, and, but, but it will just be like going to sleep. I watched mm. a video and it was probably one of the best videos I've ever watched. This lady that just described exactly the process of dying where you just kind of, you know, at some point you can just kind of start like fading into unconsciousness for a little bit and you kind of oh, come back yeah. out and then this is like people dying in bed, yeah, but like. Yeah. And then that thing where people like talk about like where you, people start getting that the the death rattle that yeah kind of thing that's just when at some point you're so relaxed that you you don't even bother swallowing oh. the 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 spit in the back of your throat so you just kind of yeah I sound like that every night by the way <laughs> but you, like actually that. Alistair that's one of the most comforting things I've ever heard yeah and I love it. You well, don't. Do, you go out relaxed. You mm. relax your way out of existence. Oh, it's going to be very relaxing unless you're the in a horrible pain. The first thing you relax pain. is your standards because you shit yourself and you don't care. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I, I hope I, the standards go early. What about like so? You know, like a place. So we, you can go to places where you can experience like you know mm. some other culture. So let's say you go to a Thai restaurant. It's like exp- going to Thailand. And getting to experience what it's, it's exactly like to eat like that. in a Thai person's house. Yes. Like that, right? Or well, it's you go to a roller coaster mm-hmm. and you get to experience what it's like to be on a roller coaster. Yeah, exactly. So you, how about this place where you go there and it's like a like a, a fake hospice, mm. right? Oh, and it's and it's over it. two days. Yes. Right? You you show up there and and people will treat you like you're dying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and and then you lay there and they'll have somebody come and give you your yeah. last rites and things like that and um and people will come to you and they'll say some nice mm-hmm. things and you guys will cry and things like that and um are these people that you actually know or are they all just actors employed by the place they can be people that you know they could be your family members but they might not be as convincing as the people employed by the place they do this a lot and they're very good yeah Exactly. I guess you fill out a bit of a survey beforehand. Well, doesn't your it? family has never been good at play acting. And they probably put something in your eyes so they're all blurry and you can't mm. really make stuff out. Yeah, and they're probably just like, they've, they probably just put a gas around you so that you are starting to kind of feel. Yeah. No, but you kind of want to, you want to, you want to feel like you, you oh, want sure. to be. So then, and then at one point they, they basically instruct you, you you're kind of pretty close to, the, they instruct you to shit yourself. <laughs> Because like there's something so free, and that and it is free. This is it. Mm. In life, you get one free shit yourself. <laughs> Except right? for all those ones when you're a baby. Yeah, that's it. One free adult shit yourself. Exactly. Yeah. You get you get to do like, I reckon 
you get to have so many when you're a kid and then you don't get any more. Yeah. Right? And then you just, God says, go on, have a one, just last one for old times. Yeah. <laughs> you shit yourself and yeah. you're out of there. Mm. No, you don't have to deal with anything. Now, obviously, this is in really bad taste, right? I think, do you think? <laughs> oh, okay. But But I think... But I think it would be really, like, therapeutic for people. And so then you get to shit yourself, and then at some point you die, right? Mm -hmm. So you just pretend everybody, you know, around you gets pretty serious because they kind of have to, even though even if on the inside they're kind of like, oh, I'm thinking about something funny. Doctor comes and takes someone away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then then they take your body and they they go clean it. You do. You keep, you're still going through all of this. (laughs) Wouldn't it be good? Wouldn't that be good? And then they wrap you in something, maybe. I don't. I, I mean, sure. Maybe, like, isn't there something? Do I'm, they... I'm, I just want. I feel like we're losing some of the value of the experience now because, like, there is the argument to be made that it's good to experience what death is like, so you can be more empathetic to mm. people who are going through it. But like, you don't really need to empathise with corpses about what it's like to be wiped or wrapped in something or whatever. I know, but I think there's comfort in knowing how you're going to be taken care of after you die. I don't. I could not give. I know, but also it'd just be nice to be clean. Oh, sure, it'd be nice to be clean, especially after you shit yourself. You don't want to have to do that. (laughs) The whole point was that there wouldn't be any consequences to shitting yourself. Exactly. Uh, No, I'm with you now. Yeah, Yeah. and also while you're on your deathbed, you can say whatever you want. Uh huh. You know, and that would be really therapeutic. Yeah. Say to the people around you, one person who's pretending to be your, you know, your kid, or one person who's pretending to be your mom. I think it is better then that they're not actually your relatives, because then you really can just go to town. Yeah. Let it all out. <laughs> Great. Yeah, and then I don't know. So I think it's a sketch where yeah. you know you you walk through yeah. that idea, and people can say whatever they want. People do rebirthing. That's a big thing. Yeah, everyone's doing rebirthing ceremonies, and, as far as I understand. It's and, still very much the early eighties. And this would be a great thing for sort of born again Christians who actually now want to mm. leave. Yeah, leave Christianity again. Dead again, Christians. Dead again, Christian. <laughs> Dead already, pre-deathing. Yeah, yeah, pre-death. Yeah, Pre- pre-death. I love it. So death experience. Yep. Pre-more. Yeah. Five hundred bucks. What do you think? Morgue. Five hundred bucks. Six hundred bucks. People. Pay I know. I think. I think it's got to be at least at least a grand. Yeah, a thousand. Yeah, because we want pretty good actors as well. Yeah, that's true. You, yeah, it's a lot of people. I guess you would have multiple rooms, and so people can go from room to room. Oh, the actors? I'm just trying to think of the business model. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, this is like basically like that thing that our friend Neil was acting in where he was like a zombie who was attacking, you know, it was a role, one of those role play things where he was a zombie. Mm, people would come people in with would come guns. With guns and and that sort of thing. But like the zombie is the inevitability of death. Mm, well, it's The bit... gun is blank acceptance. Well, I think it's exactly... The lasers are shitting yourself. I think it's the exact opposite of that thing. So mm. that the actors in this one are the only ones that are alive. Yes. <laughs> right? And then the person paying is mm-hmm. the one trying to be the person alive. Yeah. In the, in the zombie one, mm. but everybody else is dead. Great. Well explained. Thank I definitely you. followed that. Yeah, great. I mean, it might have made total sense, but it just seemed like a jumble of concepts. But I still knew what you were trying Andy. to say. Oh, you're going to feel bad when you go back and listen to this, and then you're going to be like, oh, I sound like a real jerk, actually. What happened was I just wasn't paying attention for a second. Uh, I was th- about no, absolutely. Else. I, 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 that you could be right, Al. Oh. You probably are. I'll I'm get like... it. No, you are right. <laughs> you are right. 
I was not wait, paying attention. Wait, are you doing this so that I feel bad when I'm listening no, no, back? No, 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 no. There's yeah. no agenda. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. And you made perfect sense. Are you weaponizing apologizing? No, 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 no. I I want to, I'm completely open. Yeah. And I want to take I want to feel everything. I take this all into myself. Yeah. I will deal with all of this internally. And I want you to know that you were right about everything. Andy, I want to say that upon reflection, that maybe I wasn't as clear no, as I don't could you, be. Don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> you know, I, I, I mean, I did witness myself say some things that... <laughs> you know, the sentences may not have flowed as well as they could have. And and I was talking about the zombie place this and then talking about the, the hospice place. And... I'm still open, by the way. I'm still so vulnerable. <laughs> and here you are well, <laughs> pulling the apology back out of me well, while I'm here. Andy. I was sitting with that. I'm, I'm, I think I'm being as fair as I can be um, by admitting my own f- failures. You're very aggressively hoarding all the guilt. <laughs> That we that that I had taken, I had harvested mm. the guilt from the scenario, yeah, and I had it all bundled up here. And you'd really given it to me as a gift, the the guilt freeness, exactly. Yeah, and now you're throwing that away and also tearing the guilt wow. out of me. The greatest gift of all is to throw away someone else's gift. Uh, you know what? That's basically the message of Marie Kondo. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Mm, really, I don't know much about it, but. Since we've been trying to do a bit of that at our place, we've thrown away a lot of gifts. Yeah. It turns out that people who buy things for you don't really know what you want as much as you do. But turns out, with the amount of things that you also throw away that are yours, mm. turns out you also don't know yourself all that That well. is also true. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know I've, mostly in my life, I've thrown away things that I've bought. Yeah, but I don't have to feel bad about throwing away. That's what, when somebody gives, th- mm. this is why it's cr- better to give than to receive, right? Because when you give somebody something, mm. you know that you are also giving them the guilt of one day having to throw that thing away, yeah. having only half remembered whether or not they ever, like who even gave it to them and feeling bad. G- Here you go, feel guilty about yeah. this. It's better to give than to receive is good because when you give, you don't have to put any thought into it whatsoever. You don't have you to just... find a place to put it. No, all you have to do is on your way to the person's house, yeah. you stop by whatever shop is on the way. <laughs> whatever shop. And you look for you know something what? that I've looks like a gift. Chemists have got a lot of knickknacks these days. Mm-hmm. And some of them are kind of like, are kind of like quite, quite passably, like mm-hmm. potentially thoughtful. A lot yeah. of them are that kind of pastel color, that light pastel-y color. That's right. That's a that thoughtful is very color. In, that's a thoughtful color. Mm. You know, yeah. people, that goes with a lot of style these days. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's very inoffensive. And then receiving it's a little is bit to just get the garbage that oh. people <laughs> just pick, pick up. up on the way to your house because yeah. they feel like they have to get you a gift. Yeah. And then now what do we do with it? How long do we have to hold on to this? I don't care if you leave the price tag on it. Mm. I want you to put a little tag on the gift saying how long I got to hold on to this thing yeah. until I can throw it away and not feel bad. That's why I'm going to start giving people garbage bags. So that that is a gift. Yeah, and then all they have to do is, I mean, they get the joy of putting it directly in the bin. 
while still using it for what it's intended to. But they could even put one in the bin to line the bin and then put the rest in the bin bag. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, this is not the type I've I like. I've got too many, <laughs> too many <laughs> like, bin bags. Oh, you got the type that smells and it smells worse than garbage. That is so true, though. Yeah. What is that smell? It's pretty intense. Almost, but no smell combined with garbage makes a good smell. Oh. You can't you can't come up with a smell that mm. is going to... Complement like, garbage? Yeah. Yeah. And make garbage transcend its garbosity. I think there's a sketch in this. Yeah? Yeah. Great. So what do we? So what is it? We're, we're the people inventing a garbage bag mm. with the smell that complements garbage. Yeah, or, I think so. Yeah, or but but also I do think there's something about giving the gift of of garbage bags, just mm. or like, because it's giving the gift of taking things out of your life. Give give the gift of a big bin that you can just sweep all the other gifts into. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, so nice. and it's done. And then I'll administer a little drug into your neck so you'll forget you ever, ever got them and then you don't have to worry about it anymore. We were watching a documentary about minimalism the other day <laughs> because this is what we do. And you look at these people who are all like full-on minimalists, yeah. right? And every single one of them is like, you see they, their, their name and their profession comes up down the bottom of the screen and every single one of them is like, Advertising executive, hedge fund manager, you know. <laughs> yeah, you have to be um, so rich to not own any stuff. N- not, not, not that they're rich, but all their jobs are worthless and contribute nothing of value to society. Like there's no one going on a minimalism documentary mm. who's a nurse or... <laughs> oh, yeah. Like all these people who actually do something worthwhile mm. don't feel that they have to like live this sparse lifestyle to feel okay about themselves. Yeah. No, it's you that is the w- garbage filling up your life. <laughs> <laughs> Kill yourself. I think uh, that's a really nice message, Andy. <laughs> but I think... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I think that they are the garbage. Filling, filling up, up all our life. lives. I think... Can can we like I know we were you are in, the garbage filling up your <laughs> minimalists be the garbage you don't want to see in the world look. and throw yourself in a bin <clears throat> look I'm sorry I um I've I've worked with some advertising people and they were incredibly kind and lovely but also it is funny that all the people's job descriptions in the digital digital marketing executive you know, all mm. all that kind of stuff. I think, look, Andy, this is already a perfect sketch, so right? So it's, Oh, Alistair. So it's it opens up. It's somebody in a very minimal house. Minimal house, not a house. I apologize. Sorry, okay, sure. Drop um, the tea. Yeah, Throw drop it in the, the tea. bin. That's right. Um, they say something about, you know, it's just like a single statement that they make mm. 
about the value of minimalism yeah. or like about why they don't keep anything in their house? What's the right. kind of thing that they would have said in that documentary? I just looked around at all the stuff that I had and I realized that I was working to find a house to keep all this stuff in, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and it, I, it was like I'd become a slave to the things in my life. Mm-hmm. And then cut to another person and they're like, when you have space in your house, you have space to think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And then another person cuts to them and they go, you don't need to follow this, you know, uh, consumerist mm. belief. Mm. Uh, every time you get something, you can get it away if it doesn't bring you any joy. Mm. And then get it, it away. Great get phrase. it away. Get it away. Like that. And then it goes, minimalists. You are the garbage filling up your own life. <laughs> you are the garbage filling. Up. And then one by one, we cut back to them all as they climb into a into bins. Yeah, great. <laughs> See, one of them feeds the, themselves into that garbage eating thing in the sink. Oh, the um, which we don't seem to have in Australia. We had but one. It's a very big plot point in American TV shows and movies and stuff. Garbage disposal. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a weird because does it go down? Does it because we had one and I'm pretty sure we had one for a little bit. You in, had one in Tathra, I think. One house that we had. Were you had sure one. it wasn't when you were living in Canada? No, I'm pretty sure we had one in Australia. Right? Oh, really? Yeah. You know the garbage disposals in Australia spin the other way. How crazy is that? Do they? Yeah, down under. And it just went down the sink, like it just goes down a pipe. Yeah, so you're putting just... like. Just like, whatever. Anyway, here's some like lemons and a and like uh, anyway the scraps of like this old pasta. Yeah. And then you go, and then it just goes down the sink. And I it guess goes it's into like, the sewers. I guess it's just like pooping. Goes it? in with all the poop. Yeah. I guess and that's it goes okay. Goes to some sewage place and then turns but, into methane that goes into the atmosphere. And... I don't know if it does that anyway. Um, not if you feed it to chickens. But what about? I don't the... think. What about all the shit the chickens make? But they don't fart. And yeah, I don't I know, think they produce methane. But doesn't there... Because of the cloaca. The cloaca. The cloaca. Yeah, right. This is what the cloaca does. Okay. Sex. Yeah. Pissing. Pooping. Doesn't fart, as far as I'm aware. Is that why seagulls can explode if you give them certain things? Probably. Yeah, because they, yeah. can't, they can't let out gas. That's the beauty of the cloaca. <laughs> tell you when we're all living under that bubble mm. we are going to be combining our entire nether genitalia region mm-hmm. into one one outlet and uh, also like the whole the whole problems. group has one whole not one no not a communal one just, yeah, right. just your own individual stuff is all going to be but couldn't you together. instead of all that you know instead of all that running out to an outhouse in the yeah, in the cold sure. emptiness yep. of space yep um, by the way, I think you'll see space, you'll see stars clearer than you've oh, ever seen. It'll be so beautiful when yeah. you're out there trying not to die. Yeah. And it'll get cold, right? Because the earth mm. won't hold the heat as well. Yeah, and that'll help you focus. Yeah. But um, maybe if instead of like, yeah, like sort of all, you know, farting on the outside and whatever outside the bubble or outside. Farting the on the g- outside, text George. Car- <laughs> uh, farting outside the carport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that, and um, you'll. Um, what if you, you just got tube a bit? Of, like you got all this loose tube? Because mm. let's say, let's say your your dad had this plan to kind of create this mini maple maple farm on your on your property. <laughs> okay, okay, right. And so, and some some maple. I guess I don't know if they're orchards, or forests. 
instead of having, like, you know, when you tap them for maple syrup. Yeah. He realized there's no, it's not, we really don't have the climate for actual maple syrup production here in Australia. So yep. it was a huge failure. But a lot of maple production, you know, you just kind of tap a, tap a little, you tap a tap actually into, yeah, a tap. In, sure, sure, sure. into the tree and then sap comes out. You have a little bucket hanging underneath and sap collects in the bucket, right? Yeah. But other places that are a little bit more advanced just have tubes going from the, really? the tap to where you Is want to Is that really go. what it's like? Yeah. Is, was that the basis for the movie The Matrix? Like, are mm-hmm. we all like I think so. maple trees in that scenario? Do they have like a big sort of metal sort of nozzle thing that you can plug in? Can the trees learn kung fu real quick? Uh, we didn't try. Yeah. I haven't tried, and, and I think maybe you get sap out of it. But I think if you push some kung fu back up the pipe, yeah. it would go into the tree and it would. Learn yeah, well, it there's real a quick. chance that's you know, like it's a maple one way and sort of fiber <laughs> fiber optic the other way. Yeah. And anyway, so he's got all this kind of loose pipe left around the car. So this is just the backstory for the pipe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is why he's got the pipe. Anyway, everybody just <sighs> just sort of pushes the pipe up their anus. Uh, yes. And then just lets it dangle outside of the carport so that mm-hmm. you don't even have to fart. It'll come out automatically. I mean, you'll spend a lot of time kind of fiddling with the pipes. It'll kind of start sliding <laughs> out and things like that. You'll have to keep... You'll probably have to clench a lot, but you're only there for a couple of days until the air runs out. Yeah, so don't worry about it. Yeah. Far out. A lot happened in a short space of time in that those three days, but hey, we're all acting... It's going to be an action-packed three days. Yeah. Yeah. What would you actually do? I love that... On, Wait, I don't on think the, it will be action-packed. I love that on this podcast, yeah. people tune in, people tuning into this podcast, they can they can rest easy and rest assured that they know when they tune into this podcast, they're always going to get get a backstory for the pipe. <laughs> <laughs> We're never just going to bring up a pipe. Yeah. Okay. Well, why is there all this plastic why piping around? Why is there around? all this pipe? You know, you listen to other podcasts, you're like, where did all that pipe come from? Not on the two in the Think Tank podcast. Uh, every pipe, one-to-one ratio, backstory to pipe. This American pipe. <laughs> every pipe has a story. <laughs> Where's all this pipe coming from? <laughs> Wait a second. Hang on. I mean, where are you storing the pipe in the in the carport? In the carport, I guess there's kind of. I love that you keep calling it a carport. The carport is the worst possible explanation for what it is that you're talking about. No, carport that, that we're all living in. Well, not for very long. There's just a. It's not a carport. A carport very rarely has sides. I know this one doesn't have sides. So there's no s- sides of yeah. the thing that we're all living in. We're just no, yeah. We're just we've just got the air bubble at the top of the car park, a car port. But but is it a huge bubble that's over all of a city or something like that? No, it's just you're the. F- well, it's just like two or three people under a carport. Yeah, from the house. Oh, we have been on different pages of very different no, books, my no. friend. Early on, I did think of a mass one. Like right. a, where there was kind of maybe like one of those sort of big yeah. festivals, and then you tents. started calling it a carport for some well, reason. That's I why I tried to go with it. I was I was changing a little bit because because I mean a lot of the problem solving I ends well, up then coming down to the local. I want a backstory of where that carport came from. Carport, the, that it came with the house. That's why oh, he got okay. it. Okay, okay. <laughs> and he stores a lot All of right. his pipes from his failed maple <laughs> syrup venture <laughs> up in the sort of the attic-y part where the air bubble is. Anyway, when. <laughs> when the atmosphere started fading away very quickly, 
he had actually just locked himself out of the house. Mm. And so he couldn't get back in, which is probably where there would be a bigger air bubble. Sure, would have made a lot more sense. Yeah. But no pipe in there. And then when he did, uh, you know, realize that, like, he was like, oh, shit, we got to get back in the house. He went and broke the skylight. Yeah. Right? He broke the skylight to get back into the house. Uh, And then he realized right after he got back into the house... That's where all the air is now going to escape through there. So the carport's the last option. Al. Yeah. You've tied up all the loose ends. Yeah, great. Now, what would you do? Three people, right? It's you, one of your brothers. Yep. And um, your partner. Great. Thank you. Standing up. So Uh, all my children are dead. Great. (laughs) No, they're with your your parents. All I ask is that they... Outlast me by a couple of hours. <laughs> so I have a legacy, you know? I want to leave something behind. Um, oh. And so they're with your parents and they've made it to the big bubble. Oh, they've made it to the big bubble. Yeah. That's great. You're, they've got days. You're, you're, <laughs> you're waiting it out in the carport to see if maybe this whole no atmosphere thing blows over but yeah. blowing over of course well, is the, the last thing we want is, is, the, is the huge problem <laughs> that's happening um with, with the solar wind yeah. blowing over all the solar. air solar um so it's Do you, you think it's george yeah it's I'm your brother in, george i wonder if he'll come up with a band name before the before the it's it's over before it ends I, mean, I would get one out of him. He would have to, or else that's all you're going to talk about. I know. Until the very end. We've got to talk about something. Yeah. That and the pipes. And you guys are all standing on sort of little steps. Mm-hmm. Okay, to just kind of get your heads closer to the air. Yep. Because, you know, you're not tall enough to kind of get your head more in the attic area. Okay. So. Now, what do, you, what do you do over that time? You've got, you got two days. You don't realize you've got two days, but... Mm. You know you can't leave because one of you tried and you couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. What do you do? What do you you talk about? Like, cause you can't you can't sort of uh, consummate your relationship with your partner. No, my brother's there. It'd be, brother's very <laughs> It'd be very awkward. Very awkward. I mean, it's <laughs> not how you want to. By the know. way, we have already consummated our relationship. No, 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 you can't <laughs> you can't do that anymore. Okay. So it's not you don't get to consummate every time you do it. Okay. So, it's not. It's consummating a one. I think it's thing. the one time. Yeah, right. I could be wrong. Um, Recom, con, reconsummate. Uh, we come up with a product. It's called the Consume Mate, right? And what it is is mm-hmm. a little thing. It's like a garbage disposal. You just put it in front of your mouth. Yeah. Right, and you just plow food into it, and it spins around, chops it all up, and then you don't have to do any chewing. Oh, the Consume Mate. And its, and its name is a great pun on having first time <laughs> sex with your partner. Well, I guess you could have, and, and you get to have sex with that object once. <laughs> you, you, you sure do. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you put anything into it, it's it, over for it you. It chops it up into <laughs> rings. Rings that you should have got before you consummated. Yes. Wow. <laughs> oh, I've never been further out on a limb. <laughs> Um, I'm going to write down the consummate. Alistair, when we came into this podcast booth, I turned on the air conditioning for a little bit and the temperature yeah. got real nice, real quick. And then I got cocky, switched off the air conditioner mm-hmm. and it's got way too hot again. Don't you reckon? It's quite uncomfortable. Are you uncomfortable? Hugely. Yeah, great. 
which normally we've always been in this room. Yeah, and we've always been uncomfortable. But now, but now we have the gift of the something option. to compare it to. Yeah, dissatisfaction. We know things could have been better, and we have made bad choices. With the consomme. Consume, yeah, are you writing that down? It. Yeah, 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 it's a product. Great. Do you have to get, take all your teeth out so that it f- fits in your mouth? No, no, no. I think it, I think it just sort of goes like around your lips. Like you probably yeah. stretch your lips around it and then put an elastic band around yeah. to like hold the lips. Mm. But don't onto you think it, it would work better? Because like you got to keep your mouth open and then food is going to come in. Yeah. Sort of. I guess you still have to chew it, don't you? Or, or can it completely mush it up? I think up? it completely mushes it. Maybe yeah. it even adds in some water or something so you don't need saliva. Yeah, great. And so you wouldn't need teeth. You don't need teeth, sure, but yeah. you don't want, like, it's quite ugly to not have teeth. I know, but you're going to have a nice fan in front of your mouth. Yeah. And like a circular, because it would, would be annoying having to take it down and put it back up and things like that and have people look at you. Yeah, it'll be there at all times, absolutely. And so the, that way you can just talk about talk through through it like talk this. through a fan at all times, which is like a quite a funny yeah. kind of effect. It's a really cool effect. It makes it's you sound effect. like a robot or it something. It makes you sound like a robot. I'm gonna have another sandwich. Alistair's doing great. Doing this really well. <laughs> they shut down. Shut down the mothership. Oh no! <laughs> did I do the sound okay? No, you did it good. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I just I just wanted to do it because it's oh, a fun it's sound. It's a fun to do. sound to do. Yeah, because you know? it's kind of a sound that comes from something that's been vibrating quite quickly mm. that then slows down quite quickly. I'm gonna make a machine. Yeah. And is going to be the startup noise. I don't know what the machine is yet. Whoa! But all I know is that that's the sound it, sound it makes when it starts up. Gonna... Is it going to be through a speaker or is it going to be through an actual moving thing? Alistair, um, I don't know what the machine is yet, so I can't tell you. I just know it's going to make the sound. I don't know how it's going to make the sound. Maybe it'll say it. Maybe it'll be organic. Maybe it'll have a mouth. Oh. It's, it's going to be a, mach- option. a machine with a mouth. Yeah. I like this, Andy. Yeah, thanks. So it's going to be like kind of like the opposite of the consume mate. Yes. Which is an object that you put there instead of your mouth. It goes in front of your mouth. And so maybe... And could that's it, the only bit that's machine. Could it be a machine that has a mouth that you put a, a human in front of it? <laughs> and well, that, does it eat your shit then? Is that what's happening? <laughs> could be a machine that you get to eat your shit. Because the one thing that toilets don't do is they don't chew, do they? No, they don't. They don't chew. No. Do you think we could invent a chewing toilet? Absolutely, Andy. <laughs> Something that processes it on the spot, you know? Uh, the excremate. The excremate. <laughs> I mean, there it could go. just be the consumate. Yes. And you just hold it on the other side. Perfect. Because then it just chops it up. Chops it up. Squirts a bit of water in there. (laughs) Yes. Softens it. Softens it. And then I guess it kind of used to spread it over land. Great. Straight straight onto the land. Because that's always when you see your shit on the ground. The thing that you think is, I wish this was a bit sloppier and more spread out. You know? I know that's what I hope for when I'm picking up my dog's poo. Mm. Well... No one's going to be picking it up. That's it. 
<laughs> There's no picking this one up. It's for the because it, I mean, imagine that. It's it's for the poop you don't want to pick up. So you hold it on your, in front of your dog's butt, <laughs> <laughs> and it spreads it out <laughs> thin enough that people won't recognize it in, immediately. Or as... even if they did see it, mm. they'd be they'd say. Well, there's no way you could pick that yeah, up. Yeah, there's no way. So there's no, you, you, there's no responsibility to pick it up. No one could argue that mm. you should be picking that up because it's not possible. Exactly. So <laughs> it's part of the consume mate ad, and then he goes, and now, uh, and now including consume mate for your dog's ass. <laughs> I think the excrement is the excrement. It's exactly the same product. We don't acknowledge that it's exactly the same product. It's, it's, it, but it clearly is exactly the same product in the end, just with like a different sticker or maybe a slightly different cover yeah. or something. And we even describe all the things in it in exactly the same way. The high speed blades. Well, he couldn't have been expected to pick that up. <laughs> With the best will in the world, I don't think there's a man alive who could have picked that up. These are all the testimonials from people who are passing by. I, I wish I could have yelled at him. There's not a man alive with a will in his, in his mind to pick his body, in his body to pick a thing like that up. <sighs> all right, I think we've got enough sketches. Right? Yeah, you think we've got to go yeah, to the three I think words? We've got to go to the three words. Take okay. us to the three words, though. Well, Andy, we get three words every episode from a listener. Yep, who so chips in? A Patreon con- uh, contributor. Of- We've had a few new ones jump oh, on the train. We recently. are so thankful oh. of all the contributors. Thank you to everybody who's recently joined up. We had a bunch of eight dollars join up. We had another three dollar join up. But any dollar, we love it. We had. Um, We've had some other people review us on iTunes. It's been, We've been feeling beautiful. A lot of like. You've been giving us a lot. You guys have been supporting us, not just through your listening, but also through your giving in endless ways, and we thank you. And a lot of great interaction on social media as well. Thank you for that as well, and everything's important. Everything is important. And somebody, God damn it, bought a shirt. They asked asked for this. They asked for this, and I very quickly mocked up an accordion to you shirt. (laughs) From the last episode with your, like, one of the worst sketch ideas of all time. Yeah. And um, somebody said they wanted an accordion to you T-shirt. It was roaring. And now we put it online and it has been bought. Yes. Wait. Well, which is a good time. It was Rory M. Spence, who also has the Dog, ne- oh. dog Hair Network podcast that I have appeared on, which you yeah. can go and check out. But also... What were you talking about on the podcast? I, he, every episode they do a top. he does a topic and the person just talks. And I, and I talked about the... Um, who's the guy who wrote Rick and Morty? Dan Harmon. The Dan Harmon Story Circle. Fantastic. I talked about that. And did also, you know what his name was when you talked yeah, about it on the podcast? Yeah, at the time I did. I was doing a lot Great. of research. Yeah. And then I also did an episode with him where they talked about Billy Connolly. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And Rory M. Spence asked, we need, I want one of these t-shirts, one of these accordion to you t-shirts. And so I just quickly mocked one up in, I can't remember if it was word or paint. <laughs> All the best T-shirts are made in Word. And I said, I said, I, I, I did it in Comic Sans. I said, is this font okay? He said, that's exactly how I pictured it. And then, anyway, I uploaded it, and he bought it. Rory, you're 
a genius and you're a stronger man than a, a genius psychopath. I know. Yeah. So thank you for all of your support. Mm. You insane psychos. Um, but then today we have uh, three words from our Patreon supporter, Henry Smith. Thank you, Henry thank, Smith. Thank you, Henry Smith. And thanks for giving us just a name that we can just, just you know. We can really work with. We can really work with, yeah. You know, your parents, your parents gave you that name as a gift mm-hmm. to everyone else. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like a holiday. It's not spectacular for you, <laughs> but it's spectacular <laughs> For everyone who wants to try and pronounce it, who is in the English-speaking world. It's an absolute entry-level pronunciation name. Yeah. I could probably just let my mouth do all the work and switch off my brain, just autopilot, take over, and say your name. Mm-hmm. And it would have a great time. You know, and, and, and also it's a gift for you. It's relaxed. Just, this, just talking about it has just made me so relaxed. Yeah. It's, it's like listening to classical music. That's the kind of name you have. Yeah. Okay, Google. Just say the word Henry Smith to me for 50 minutes. Yeah. That's what I'll be saying now when the, the kids are starting to stress me out. If, if Mozart had been a bigger genius, yes. his music would have just been 50 minutes of <laughs> saying Henry Smith. Henry Smith. Henry Smith. Alistair, there's Henry a podcast Smith. in this. Henry Smith. I'm really excited for your new podcast, by the way, Alistair. It's getting real close, isn't it? We're getting really close. I'm probably within a week of launching. Just got to correct some typos new... in the, uh, look, in the logo that corrected. You, you didn't notice. Yeah, I've got a new podcast coming out called Shusher Guided Meditations, and they're like 10, 20-minute meditations that I guide. Mm. And I've listened to them, and they're incredibly hilarious and also disturbingly relaxing. I'm surprised. I, I've even used it on myself, and I've I've been relaxed by my own voice. So, but they're also silly. Yeah, they're um, very funny. Anyway, we'll see. Anyway, Henry Smith has Henry three Smith, words for us. Three words. Why can we never get to the words? I know. Why is this the one part of the podcast where we just can't? Because we're so thankful. It's because of all our years watching Oprah. She taught us to appreciate the people in our lives, like Henry, like Henry Smith, Henry Smith, Henry, Henry Smith. Smith. Henry Smith. Um, so Henry Smith's three words are pheasant, brick, intrigue. Pheasant, brick, intrigue. Mm-hmm. Have have we already used these words? Have we? I mean, I don't know because I feel like we talked about bricking squid on an episode. Yeah. Possibly dropping bricks on squid. There's a chance we've possibly done this. throwing bricks at pheasants or something like that. But hey, there is a chance that we've done this before. I'm sorry, you you asked me before if I'd heard the name, and yeah. I think the thing about Henry Smith as a name is that it washes over you like like a warm bath, and it. I didn't uh, I didn't register it. We might have already talked about this. Hey, but I'm really happy to go with these words again. Yeah, let's just do and, it and just do it right. Yeah. Hey, I came up with a great name for a, a, a chicken coop the other day. Yeah. Cluckingham Palace. That's really good. Like, I don't know if anyone has a chicken coop out there, mm-hmm. but I will... You're welcome to that. If anybody has a chicken coop or their brother has a chicken coop, but he can't manage to name <laughs> their chicken coop. <laughs> Could you email in? We've got some good names, by the way, for George's band okay. for the, the podcast. I'm really excited to get to them. Well, possibly for the second time, let's come up with a sketch. <laughs> For pheasant brick intrigue. Um, I like, 
One of the best kinds of intrigue is obviously palace intrigue. Palace intrigue. Well, I don't know what, what that is. That's what made me think of Buckingham. Yeah, Buckingham palace. palace. Just because palace intrigue is like all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes of the royals, mm-hmm. right? Because your big fear, Alastair, is um, making an enemy of someone with a lot of time on their hands. A lot of free time. Basically, like someone who's sort of unemployed or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Because they've got so much time to mess with you. Yeah. Well, the royals are basically that, but with huge resources and a lot of respect. Yeah, right? that's true. Like, imagine making an enemy of someone in the palace. You yeah. are in so much trouble. I guess the one thing we have on our side is that they're being watched constantly. That's true. It's and, very hard for them to get out and about. And maybe in that way, the paparazzi is really a good thing. Like, it seems horrible that they're hounding mm. the royals constantly. Yeah. But maybe that's what we just... Maybe that's just the level of surveillance that they need to just not be murdering. Because historically, the royals have been pretty bloodthirsty, haven't they? I think so. Killing each other and that sort of thing. Mm. Taking one another's crowns and thrones, etc. Yeah. I think the one difference between us and the Game of Thrones universe... Is the Daily Mail. Is the the Daily Mail. Yeah. They are all that stands between us and, you know, Joffrey. I mean, I like this. Is that anything? Is this a sketch? I think it's a sketch. I think it's a sketch that we need, you know, um, protection from these people. Yeah. Because they are like a social experiment. Let's give somebody a lot of free time and a huge amount of money and a lot of pressure to not crack. Yeah. A A lot of pressure to not give in to the pressure. That's basically the pressure that they're under. So let's say, let's say, um, it's a film or a short film or mm. a sketch. Mm-hmm. Hey, where a royal, now we're in the right territory. A royal, possibly a sort of middle-aged one. Yeah. You know, what, what, like, like, a, like a brother to Charles. Yeah. What's, what's one of those brothers? Andrew. Andrew, right? Someone wrongs him, right? So let's say Andrew has quite a bit of pipe that he keeps quite neatly. Now, <laughs> now he got this pipe... <laughs> from sort of a part of Bunnings, which had just recently attempted to launch in the United Kingdom. But it's been a huge failure. But the one person who was a big fan of it... They should have called it Bunningham Palace. They should have called it Bunningham Palace. That would have helped a lot. Well, the one person who really liked it, because there was nobody there, Mm. was Andrew. But there was one other person there, and he messed with his pipes and things like that. And uh, anyway... Andrew's just, because he doesn't interact with a lot of commoners, mm. he just took a particular dislike to this person. Yep. Somehow he got his information. He dropped his license or something like that. Yep. He started stalking him online. Started realizing he just wants to hurt this person. Mm. Uh, and and But then in order to be able to get out to go and hurt this person, he... Uh, he has to princess, princess Jasmine that shit. Yeah, he has to, like get out of there without the paparazzi mm. following him. Maybe also the paparazzi witnessed the little confrontation where they yeah, ran into yeah, each yeah. other, you know? So then people will be like, whoa. Eyes are on. Eyes are on him. Not that they would think that this is going to lead to, you know, Prince Andrew, you know, trying murdering. to... Murdering. Murdering or sort of... Trying or to pipe strangling. Pipe strangling, exactly. Uh, but but there's there's a fun funness... I think it's a really, really interesting concept. I mm. think, like, I f- I, I don't, we haven't seen a feature film that is, like, 
this. Whenever it's about royals, it's always about someone being very excited to marry somebody else, mm. pretty much. Yeah. But I want a royal. I want like a single royal. Yeah. They don't even have a relationship to occupy their time. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, someone who has everything and yeah. now they have an enemy, right? Yeah. And they can dedicate all their time to He's got nothing to else it. to do. But it's so hard for them to, mm. to do it because they're being constantly watched. How is he going to get out? How is he going to get out of there? Yeah. He just dresses like one of those soldiers. That we think we think hat. that well, we think that those soldiers who are there all the time are there to stop us getting in. Mm-hmm. We don't realize yeah. they're there to stop them from getting out. Mm-hmm. Because they're so murderous. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, maybe that's... the person calls him a twat. And he's just never had that. Yeah. Um, I, I doubt that they've never had that, but but a lot of the people who go and see them or love love them. They right? do seem to be pretty um sycophantic. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's pretty unpleasant. What do you think he would do? Do you think he would, like, just try to make sure it's scare, or do you think he would really try to hurt that person? Wait, would he Andrew. try and hurt them? Yeah, yeah I think he, I think it escalates, and yeah. I think he, he ends up killing somebody. Maybe he'd just, like, you know, he'd get out one day and just go and scope out this person's house and yeah. just see where he Well, is. it could start out super petty as well, because mm. it's also funny to see a mm. royal doing really petty things. Yeah. Pooping in a bag. And pooping putting, in a bag. And putting yeah, it in the mailbox. Petty royal. It's I, enemy with free time. That's mm-hmm. the worst thing you can mm-hmm. get. Hopefully they have paparazzi around them stopping them. You hope. You just hope. Anyway, that's a, that's a, that's a sketch idea. That's Thank a, you. Because the bricks are the um, on sale at Bunnings. Yep. And the, the uh, intrigue. The is, intrigue. Well, that's us being interested in this idea. <laughs> And, and the, the pheasant pheasant is something the royals hunt. And also rhymes with peasant. Yes. How they regard us. Mm-hmm. And pleasant, which is what they're not being in yeah, this scenario. That's right. And pleasant, which is what the experience of watching this sketch will be. Yeah. Intriguing pleasantness. Mm. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I feel like like my brain was working pretty slowly today. It's okay, Andy. We've. Um, I think it's the heat. Next time I'm going to crank that air conditioning down so low and I am going to be overclocking this bitch. So you better watch out, mm-hmm. all right? <laughs> Look, I still think it was we, we had some things come out. I didn't sure did. tell you what it was. Yeah, take us um, through it. We got... We got just we're, this is a PhD we're going to do. It's a something. It's the something to nothing ratio. Yep. Right, and it's going to be a short PhD, and then a lot of it, the rest of it is going to be us explaining why it's so short. Exactly. Yeah, and also this is going to be a unifying universal theory. Then we've got the uh, the rushed climate change solution. We're going to realize it's oh, going to become man. very obvious very quick. Yeah. Things are going to get very hot and catastrophic, <laughs> and we're going to realize we have to do by something tomorrow about tomorrow morning. Yeah, climate change by the next day, and. Uh, it's we're gonna pack a plane full of stuff and we're gonna figure out what we're gonna do with it once we get up there. <laughs> once we're in the air. Yep. Um, then we've also got the. Um, well, I don't think I've written this down, but we also have the uh, the Earth has had, had its atmosphere stripped away. What we're all living in a carport. Yep. Doesn't doesn't quite that idea doesn't quite have a. Apart from the fact that we're all living in a carport, for me, didn't quite have a a thing oh, to it. You oh, know, it doesn't something for me to hold on to with my yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know, I know, I know. But 
There's something there. There's something there. It's gonna, this is going to yeah. turn into something big. I think it's big. pipe. It's big. It's pipe. Yep. I mean, we know why the pipe's there, and I think it feels like a shame to waste that backstory. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I think it feels like it's going to be relevant later, maybe when they're pushing the pipe up their butt. <laughs> um, then we've got the death experience that you can pay for. Yes. Yeah, just theme sort park. of like a yeah, it's like yeah. a theme park, sort of like yeah. a. It's an escape room. Yeah. But you're escaping from this the mortal, mortal coil. coil. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then we got the the garbage bag smell that complements the smell of garbage, but that's. Mm. But really what that's about is giving the gift of garbage bags, which are the greatest gift mm-hmm. that you can give mm-hmm. to somebody yep. so they can throw away all the other gifts exactly. they've got. Uh, then we have the minimalist perfect sketch, mm. which is a bunch of minim- minimalists saying stuff about minimalism and why they live that way. Yep. And then saying that minimalists, you are the garbage filling up your life. That's why you don't need any other stuff. It's the one thing you can't throw away. Yeah, your life is already full. Touch yourself. Do you feel any joy? <laughs> um, then we've got oh the consume the consummate, which is a product rotating blades that you just put in front of your tongue. Yeah, in front of your you know mouth, and then it shoots all the chewed up food into your mouth, yep. and you can basically just swallow. Yeah, and then you've got the excremate. The excremate, which does the same thing, but the other way out, and it's for your dog's butt. <laughs> And it's so that you don't have to pick up the excrement. So it it chops it up and spreads it thin enough that you couldn't possibly be expected to pick it up. Sure, it makes it worse for everybody, but you've got the perfect excuse to not not fulfill the social contract. Yep. The one part of the social contract that still has any meaning, Mm -hmm. and we chewed it up and sprayed it all over the footpath. That's right. And then we have the, the royals as the enemy with free time. Yeah. Really interesting, really compelling. Yeah, great. Um, hey, so uh, we'll do a little song. Um, and uh, it's time to talk talk band names. George's, okay. This is the George's band name segment, right? Yep. Um, and I've, I've, we've had some great contact from people. Now, heads up, we have more updates on the uh, the Clayfish saga. Yeah. But I'm not going to get to that today. They'll have to wait until the next episode because okay. we've just got a couple of great names from... Where is it? David. Okay. David Whitaker sent okay. us some top notch. These band are for names. George. Yeah. For George. For George's band, the producer of the podcast who can't come up with a name for his band. He says, Hey, you crazy boys, I'd like to pitch Cratch, Craxton Sledge as a band name. Mm. I work in customer services, and this was a customer's name. In my opinion, it sounds badass as heck. Craxton Sledge. Craxton Sledge. Amazing. How do you spell Craxton? C-R-A-X-T-O-N. Whoa. I'm pretty sure all the best band names have an X in them. I might name a child Craxton. Sure. And if it's a boy, Mark. <laughs> and he has another one. He says, also, ghost locum, as in a visiting medical practitioner who is either actually a restless spirit or just very good at covering their tracks. Ghost locum. I, I love both mm. of these names. Something that'd be good at covering its tracks would be like a thing with a tail. Yeah, sort of sweep them like yeah. one of those sweepy dogs. Kangaroo, maybe if they walked, but maybe they don't want to cover their tracks because they don't walk. <laughs> anyway, David, I think those are both 
rock solid names. He says, "Hope these are of some use. Keep up the excellent work." So, thank you so much, um, George. You would be you would be lucky to have either of those band yeah. names, I reckon. Craxton Sledge, Craxton Sledge, Ghost, Ghost Locum. Locum. Mm-hmm. You've got at least an album name out of those two. Oh yeah. Anyway, um, is that the ones we're going? All the ones we're going to do today. That's what we're going to do today. Thank you so much for listening. We're at Two and Tank. I'm at Alistair TB. I'm at Stupid Old Andy. You can review us on iTunes. We'd like that a lot. And support us on Patreon. If, Thank if you, you so want. much. Thank you so much to everybody. Take care of yourselves. Have a wonderful life. We will mm. see you another time. And we, we love, love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's, it's up to you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.